Trump will not secede for good reason. The Obama interview with Scott Pelley, Jeffrey Goldberg, and Gail King. A new origin for COVID-19 may have been revealed. Military issues. The books are dying and a happy trust and Google Books are the reasons why. Censorship by omission. More space news. The Sackler bullshit. And Logan Paul is wrong. Hugely. All this and more on Beyond This Earth starting right now. This is Beyond This Earth. Hello folks, this is Novid Hollerback. Welcome to Welcome to Episode 9, Season 2 of Beyond This Earth. On today's episode, we'll start in this particular segment with more election updates, and then we'll get to the whole Obama thing and a new origin for COVID-19, and then we'll go into round it back to what was going on in the election. First off, I want to talk about what we know so far in this election. It's still the same score. Nothing has changed. The 21st will be coming soon. There will be updates from Nevada on who won the election in Nevada on the 21st. They're going to do another um, court thing if it doesn't go a certain way I'm going to talk about in the third segment before we get to the about the two upcoming teachable moments well actually three upcoming parts of of teachable moments dealing with this as well but I do want to focus on something that was shown on national file and it comes from Steve Cortez, who has worked with the Trump administration concerning the numbers as the campaign um, mathematician, if you want to put it in that particular sense. He says there were bellwether counties and that he won 95%. That's Donald Trump won 95% of the bellwether counties, making him making a Biden win statistically improbable statistically of course which goes into the whole cheating thing we will have more about this in both later segments because they are related to what we it's coming soon is related to what we're going to talk about about obama's new book and in other particular segments as well, especially dealing with the Logan Paul one and the military issues um, segment in the second segment, which is important to talk about on how we reach this particular point in American history. Let's go to the Obama book and the three interviews he had. He had an interview with Gail King, which was more of a Sunday morning interview with Mrs. King. And he pretty much repeated certain things that he will later speak to with Scott Pelley. So while the interviews are about 30 minutes in length put together and certain aspects and other parts were not shown, the 27-minute interview with Scott Pelley did go a little bit more in-depth, 
but it wasn't as in-depth as the Jeffrey Goldberg interview he did with Obama concerning this particular thing and what he said about the internet in that particular sense. I have links to all three of it for the purpose of context and perspective and to be um, fair and uh, to be objective and to have a fuller picture of the interviews that he did to get a better picture of what was in the book. But there were some Twitter in intrigues that I saw, even though I don't use Twitter that much anymore, even though I don't even post it using the Guru Gothic Twitter handle, because we're not at the place that we need to be at this particular moment. There were some intrigues about um, his college years, about what he wanted to do to try and get girls. And a lot of it is connected to the shit that we're going to talk about concerning Candace Owens and Harry Styles and the whole issue about him wearing a dress at the GQ magazine and um, what um, Logan Paul said on his own radio show, which I strongly disagree with, and I really do mean strongly disagree with, but we have to explain Owens and all of this, and I'll put this somewhat in teachable moments when I expand on what we are going to talk about on that particular side. But the things that Obama said in the three interviews gave me some pause. And the reason why is that we have to be honest here. And I really do mean this to be fair to those that are fans of President Obama, former President Obama. And I do mean this to his detractors of him. Um, and the detractions are... Some of it are not guided well or misguided, but a lot of it have merit. This dude is talking a lot of shit, especially about the internet, because in one particular sense, he keeps mentioning Walter Cronkite, the truth about the news, about all of these other things. And I feel as though as that it opens up a door into understanding where he comes from. And where he comes from is, is that he does not have a understanding or his understanding is limited or his understanding is ultimately biased in the sense of the internet being used the way it's being used now. One thing that I think Obama overestimates himself way too much is, and I think his wife overestimates things, his daughters are somewhat even keel on that, and all the rest of it is that he thinks that he can solve the problems in the way neoliberals solve the problems than the certain practical manners that need to be solved. Everything is betrayed on the three interviews by the last few paragraphs of Jeffrey Goldberg's interview in The Atlantic with Obama. And it says it's basically, this place is basically high school, that we thought that we were going to grow up and be men and all the rest of these things and whatnot. 
and we were going to have the times when Kennedy was talking to Khrushchev, Brezhnev was talking to um, Nixon, Reagan was talking to Gorbachev, the whole nine yards. But it turns out that <clears throat> it becomes a high school clique. This is a problem of a gener. This is a generational problem, and a problem how leaders are born and made in Western societies, and maybe you can even say Eastern society, and maybe you can say certain Islamic societies, certain is uh, um, acrylic speaking societies such as Russia did. How they are all raised, how they were all trained, how they were all educated. It is not only backwards, it's worse than backwards. I really do believe that there are certain elements in our elite that have absolutely no clue how this internet works. We mentioned this in a second segment last week that a lot of these people don't know how the internet works and they refuse to know. But all they know is state secrets cannot be shared over that thing and the protection of children, which is not really protection, but more protection of particular state secrets or to blame, put blame on other people's countries or other nations art instead of worrying about what is actually going on in their society as a placation of difficult issues that need to be raised. There is something that people need to understand about the parts of the internet that he wants to talk about and the way the three major internet companies or maybe the three major internet apps handle that information and handle it, handle it the way they handled it. Twitter, Google, and Facebook all decided at mass to censor no easy word to say it. The information that was coming out from Parler, for one example, Gateway Pundit, for another example, Breitbart, for a major example, and all the other entities that were connected to the right wing or connected to Trump or supported Trump or is Trump adjacent. That's basically what it is. Twitter gate pretty much played right into Trump's hands when they decided the whole president of the United States is a liar to them. And they had decided to put out this information is disputed. And in Instagram, they decided that everything, anywhere that has a hashtag will not have this recent post being shown meaning that they were so afraid in this election that recent posts that are not even connected to this election because of the whole meme thing. I also mentioned this whole meme thing two weeks to a couple of weeks ago on a recent episode of beyond this earth. When we talked about the documentary, it feels good. It feels good, man. And I mentioned about these people looking at Pepe and I said, these people are doing the same type of bullshit now. They did dear, and they're making it worse when they made the explanations to Facebook and all the rest of them to do certain things to prevent these memes 
which may have some of them may be anti-Biden memes and some of them may be anti-Trump memes, but the way they were going to handle it was backwards. They decided to stop the instant uh, uh, this particular thing with um recent with recent hashtag updates on Instagram and on Facebook and Twitter curated the whole timeline situation. But do you know what Instagram did and what Twitter did? Twitter decided to go to the Snapchat route and do stories called fleets. Fleet of birds, get it? Instagram decided to move all of their communication icons up towards the right side of the app and put all the information about Reels, which which is their version of TikTok's um, technology, and the shopping icon on the right, on the lower right-hand side. That should shock you if you know what UI is supposed to do. That UI, if you look at it closely, is close to the home button. It's close to the home button or the home thing there where you have the slider there. You press it, you go automatically to the shop shore accidentally. They did this on purpose because everything now in our society, if it has nothing to do with promoting or buying stupid shit we don't need, nobody gives a fuck. Anybody that denies them the stupid shit we don't need is bought and used to as call out agents towards those people, towards people that don't want to deal with the bullshit that we don't need. What Obama is trying to explain and try to play skin the cat with, especially with his over-reliance on using John Wayne, which he has no concept of what John Wayne truly means. He only knows the heroism, the superficial heroism of him, but he doesn't know the reality of what he truly was when it comes to the American experience, whether people like it or they don't. He doesn't understand about Cary Grant and what he represents because he has a superficial understanding of what Cary Grant represents. He has a superficial understanding of even Walter Cronkite. And I bet you, let me, ladies and gentlemen, that the 27-minute interview that he had with Scott Pelley was cut. And I know it was cut because it's actually 30 something minutes. And you know why, how I know this? Obama mentioned Walter Cronkite in the 60 minutes interview, but the CBS executives told Scott Pelley to cut that out because it is a moment of weakness, honest weakness for Mr. Pelley because he left Walter's seat at the CBS Evening News in 2016. And 
To him, it brings him back bad memories. So they, he had a little bit of a crying fit, which is a bit understandable. It, to me, it's very understandable. He wasn't caught up in this Me Too nonsense. He just wanted things to work the way it was supposed to work at Serious News. And he never had the power to do anything of that nature because they want Sarinsky there because she has been their golden, they have been their golden girl. She has kept 48 hours alive and you have seen the disaster that has taken place in the news division. You've seen the disaster. I don't have to tell you about it. But what scares me most about this internet thing is what he said that he is not sure we are in an epistemical crisis, epistemological crisis concerning the internet. The only epistemological crisis, excuse me, I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce that word correctly today. The only crisis we have is these leaders from pitch out in <clears throat> Google to Jack Dorsey in Twitter to Zuckerberg in Facebook controlling the narrative of free speech. He admits that they are publishers. They have sent them to Congress twice in the last two weeks and they bullshitted on Congress twice in two weeks. How the fuck you motherfuckers are not rampaging because you bullshitting today. Look, I don't go on Discord. I have no time over there to deal with the bullshit they do all the time. But I had to call people out and say, this bullshit got to stop. The leaders of the free world are fucking up the free world with their bullshit. And all they're doing is saying, look, you got to stop. We're not talking about politics. They are interfering in the enjoyment of the entertainment we want to see. Look, look, I, I've already, look, stop being a simp and start being a man and look at what the fuck is going on. Get rid of me because I told the truth. You can't handle this motherfucking truth because motherfuckers, a lot of you motherfuckers be fake. And right now I see a lot of fakeness with these Obama interviews. Watch them for yourselves and come back, tell me the reality of the situation at hand. Look, Obama's full of it. I hate that I have to say it. He talks about conservatism in the way a left winger would think conservatism is. That is not conservatism. That's absolute bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Look, I'm not a conservative in any, but I believe in the conservatism of 
and the nice things about conservatism and all the president. Look, the elites of this world have used the niceness of conservatism. And conservatives have used the niceness. And liberals who have led in the world have used the niceness of and uh, <clears throat> passivity. Passivity of conservatism to get the fuck the way they want. The unfortunate truth they need to recognize is you can't treat conservatives like they're a bunch of lab rats, like you have done the African American community, especially with them. They're not lab rats. They will fight back. You already seen it. But let me make this very clear to you. The very concept of conservatism we know and we understand right now has to change. Aspects of what is called a Burkean conservatism still need to be used. But the context has to change, especially because this is a republic. And aspects of a lot of the things that we have considered to be liberalism and all the rest of it have to change ultimately we can't obama in the real sense of the term if we have to really look about it is not the strongest type of leader america had or is not even the most intelligent in statecraft that we have he is an above average intellect with delusions of grandeur, which is the unfortunate reality, especially when he talks about Coates, who is deeply not intelligent, who is a overwriter. He overwrites on things and all the rest of this thing. And the thing that pissed me more off about this is that he got the whole Rick Santelli thing absolutely wrong, which I, which is why I said that Obama has delusions of grandeur. The ultimate thing it did is that Santelli was talking about this and that, and he said he was playing a pro wrestling day. No, he was not playing a pro wrestling day. He was legitimately talking about these things about the Tea Party. The Tea Party did not start with him. It started with Carl Denninger and several other people. We have the evidence to prove this. But you folks don't understand that a lot of these elites are blind. A lot of these elites are blind. They're blind. And they're blind because the way they have been educated is not the same way. Their past predecessors were educated. Hell to the fuck no. If anything is worse. We have worse leaders because we have a inept, what they call cathedral, which is academica-based system that we have. It is horrendous to the nth degree. This is partly the fault of the Catholic Church and the other churches that were connected to these universities. They are going to rule the day they allow these nincompoops that had given up on the revolution back in 1973 anywhere near Academica 
for that particular reason. It is a joke. And you know how I know it's a joke? Look at the public education, public television back in 1962 to 69. And then look at what happened after 1973 with PBS afterwards. I just want you to look at the difference and tell me what do you see there? Forget about the whole black journal thing. That's not even that's not even up for debate or discussion. Whether you like it or you don't, that's a personal issue. But I'm outside of black journal. What do you see? You're gonna see the bit. That's what I see. The bullshit. Just to let y'all know that we're gonna do the coronavirus update on another teachable moments that's teachable moments 14 that will talk about the updates that we have concerning the coronavirus that will be up as well but just to show you a preview um we have a new origin possibly from of the coronavirus from icer in particular and what is it? and we're going to explain all about that particular aspect of the coronavirus um, and things that we have learned from both the study from the Danish study they recently came out and other things as well from Elon Musk two positive and two negative tests that he paid for by himself in that particular sense and what does that that mean in particular and then also some other things concerning that as well so I wanted to do that, but because we are short of time, I'm just giving you an overview of what was learned. Now, to go back to all of the election updates, there was a post by the National Post, which is another conservative website that state that has a video from Steve Cortez who is from the Trump administration, Trump uh, campaign team that said that Trump won 95% of the bellwether states. It is a statistical impossibility that Trump lost the election. Statistically, of course. That does not mean that he won the election outright, but it, it things have to be looked at. Then, Revolver... News, Revolver.News, Revolver News posted recently an explosive data set from the New York Times Edison Data SBC sheets that they use. It is not a spoken gun. But it is very damning. And I do mean extremely damning to this particular situation that happened in Montgomery County. We will go over this. It is extremely explosive. We are going to go over this on episode 10. Um, I'm only going to do a little bit of an overview and just give you the cliffs notes of what they found out. 
But this is some shit that if it can be conclusively proven that this happened, then some shit happened in Montgomery County that didn't fit any of the other things that happened. I just want to let y'all know something about this. Whether you like it or you don't, you have to realize population population setup. During the election, once I knew Biden had 76% of Miami-Dade County, I knew that the coefficient that he need to win in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia was there, but it was not going to be the coefficient that was needed in order to win Pennsylvania. I automatically knew. The population in the Philadelphia, Monco, Montgomery County, and all those areas is a similar type of population when it concerns Hispanics and all the rest of it that is the same in Miami-Dade, even though there is more in Miami-Dade than it is in Philadelphia, PA. But it's the same type of coefficient. He didn't have the coefficient in Pennsylvania. He didn't have the coefficient in Georgia. Because the coefficient is somewhat similar to what it was in Michigan and there before all these votes started to come in. The coefficients are not there. As soon as I knew that thing was going to go for Trump in Florida and they couldn't call it until very late in the get in the night. It was going to be a mess. Next week, we will have the data or should have the data. Or we still still have the data from from um, Nevada. We still don't have anything concerning Arizona. All of this is going to get sent to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court going to make the decision. It's going to shock some folks. They got the backup plan over ahead. It's becoming a mess. Coming up next on Beyond This Earth, we talk about the military side and what they have done to Trump, especially with lying to him about certain troop levels and what the State Department and other parts of the military are doing to make us look bad, unfortunately, and what the Chinese are doing to keep the fin fin trend and trade alive. We'll be back with more right after this on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages.
shall return you to beyond this earth. I thought I was gonna get it under 30 minutes. I did not do that. I uh, deeply apologize about that. But this in this Encove thing, this Ravens virus, this is some dark shit. It's some dark shit. And the dark shit is not done. It ain't done in a minute. We hit the numbers from Trump. An article from Defense One says, I just want to go over some of the goodies. If you don't think, I'm not saying goodies in a good way. I'm saying this is bullshit. This is from Kate Paul Williams, senior national security correspondent. It was posted on Defense One on November 12th, 2020. Here is what it said. Officially, Trump last year agreed to keep several hundred troops, two hundred to four hundred, according to various reports of the time, stationed in northeast Syria to secure oil fields held by the United States Kurdish allies in the fight against ISIL. It is generally accepted that the actual number is higher than that. Anonymous officials put the number at around 900 but it may have been more than at least 300,000. It may have been, but the precise figure, quote unquote, is classified. It's 3,000. It's 3,000 easy. I wouldn't put it past them that it's actually 5,000. I wouldn't put it past them. And remains unknown, even appears to members of Trump administration keen to, to end the so-called forever war, wars. As he exits public surface, Jeffrey is hardly divisive of the divisive president. The career ambassador of the 28th decision to serve under the Trump administration despite his political opposition to the president and to champion his policies out the way out the door is on brand for the official described to the colleagues as the consuming apolitical servant. Jeffrey offers polemics of the president's character even as he stands by his decision to sign the 2016 opening letter that said the Trump was erratic and acts impetuously. I know what I did in 2016. I don't disagree with that. I was following closely the situation I ran and and I was appalled that we didn't have a more coherent policy. This wasn't a political decision. Jeffrey now says that Trump's modest and transitional approach to the Middle East is a more stable region than either of his predecessors. Jeffrey believed, well, yeah, it worked. Well, look, it, it worked. It worked. Yeah, but I still fucked, I still fucked with the boss. I said it was two downs in there. I said, no, nah, let's put 350,000 350, over there. Maybe making another two thousand for good measure. I ain't care. He gonna leave. Read that Defense One article. You'll go absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. 
They hid the numbers from Trump, and they did that to Obama, too, in the Air Force. Oh, we just hid the truth from him. Numbskulls, these motherfuckers are. And it's not yet done. You know, Black Lives Matter in the U.S. Army recruitment methods? Hey, this is some shit. There was a post on Bungie's or one of these sites boards that were talking about the U.S. Army. And they did this whole Black Lives Matter thing there. And it was absolutely full cringe. You know how cringy these motherfuckers are in the government today. Look, folks, I'm going to be real with y'all. This ain't it, folks. This ain't it. This is bullshit. That's not how you do it. In fact, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's connected to this esports bullshit. You know? We have a guy by the name of... um. Well, his name is Advanced Stadage all over the internet. And he has been talking about how the military has been doing all this bullshit since the 2000s, uh, early to late 2000s, early 2010s, that the military was all over these areas trying to recruit children as young as 13. And there were complaints about it and honest complaints about it. Then the whole esports thing, which they sort of played fast and loose with the bullshit. And now this whole thing with, um, hey, let's go on TikTok, do Black Lives Matter thing, say that doing the military thing is all right, but it's cringe as fuck. This is not how you get people into the military. This is wrong. This is everything they are doing is wrong. Working with the video game industry. Half of the reason why we have a gamer gate is that everything from Navy intelligence, they learned about psyops, psychological operations all the day. They taught these people in, they taught them. They taught them. Don't you think that these people who work in EA, who are connected to all these Literally who's and all the rest. You don't think they gave them some of that information and said, here's how you're going to do that psychological operation. It's right there. They taught them this shit. The fuck you talking about, bruh? And now we're seeing it right now being used. Um, Gateway Pundit, uh... Revolver, Breitbart, all the rest of them are saying that, oh, now it's being used on the people. But this started in the video game industry. You did not know that this whole thing with this, this Gamergate is a psychological operation. Straight out of central casting from Navy counterintelligence. It's in the book, The Secret Military History of the Internet. And during and near the last chapters, you know who those motherfuckers are. You know where they come from. Stop playing games, bruh. Stop playing games. Instead of worrying about 
trying to get 13-year-olds into the military, which they are too young to do so, and not ready to make that decision at that young age. There are other ways of doing it. There's a better way of doing it. But they won't do it because, oh, masculinity and all that bullshit. Ooh, toxic masculinity and all that bullshit. China is selling fentanyl to the Mexican cartels. What is this bullshit? If that is not enough to start getting this shit turned around about China after fentanyl has created a genocide in our country right now, made worse by these cold by um the cold virus. COVID-19, COVID-19, the Raven virus. Explain to me why we are not at some sort of position where this shit don't get into the hands of the cartels. Why? This is absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. Do you know what? It gets even worse. Gets even worse. The government in this country has the right to kill according to a, according to what they said to a judge concerning this thing in Al-Qaeda. Um, this whole thing with this Al-Qaeda that's connected to this Kalis Award thing that there was Nuki that was happening. Look, Nuki happened. I'm sorry to tell you this. Clarissa Ward spread her legs. That's the only explanation I had to how she got that information from this particular Al-Qaeda adjacent person. And this is the guy that they captured and they arrested. The government said they have the right to kill their own citizens without government oversight of this if they held state secrets. They can do this on the whim if they hold state secrets. You do not believe they won't do it to American citizens. They just said it there. Why do you think everybody is so fucking scared about this particular council culture? Because it's spreading through it's spreading through this. This whole thing concerning with critical race theory is coming towards the rest of the government. If anybody feels some sort of way, they can say, oh, it's state secret. Go kill this dude, even though he wasn't even near that place. It is going to get extremely worse. We've said something about this a while back. He said something about this. He said in 25 years, they're going to realize the truth about this. But we know about Weave. We know who he is.
This is a game player, just like Vouch is. He a game player. He plays the game. And you got to understand that the game is going to be played in any other way, shape, and form. So don't play that bullshit with me. We know who he is. We know who Vouch is. Same motherfuckers, different shades of sheep wearing, sheep clothing, if you want to put it in that particular term. Folks, all this is going to lead is to Caesar. Keep playing games, people. Caesar's coming. And I'm going to tell you how Caesar will come. This is from Imperium Press, also from Twitter. There are many balls in the air right now, wherever they land in the long-term liberal democracy loses. It is clear that the election was 100% fraudulent, as elections mostly are, according to the Imperium Press. Note that the deep state is manipulating procedural outcomes to secure the result it wants. The most egregious example is Wayne County, acknowledging acknowledging fraud and then within an hour certifying it. But then it's only Wednesday and in the lowest deep of the lowest deep, still threatening to devour me, opens wide to which the hell I suffer seems a heaven. Now sand is being thrown into the gears of the red counts. It takes about days to do one-tenth of what took hours on election day. And votes are being found all the time. Anyone who buys the mainstream narrative that just has TDS, whether left or right, here's what it gets interesting. Giuliani said he's prepared to lose all his appears to get to the way to the SCOTUS. This is not a Machiavellian scheme. It's a, he is a, you know what, like all the rest. Uh, as in cuck, ervative, like all the rest. He believes in conservative principle. He has faith in the system. He's going to learn something. Conservatives are like denatologists. They believe in the principles. Fine. I admit that. Get the principle right, and everything else will fall into place. No matter what happens, this election will leave that view in tatters. I mentioned that there were balls up in the air. Let's look at some of them. Ball number one. The Supreme Court of the United States declares President by legal fiat at the law fair. This is Giuliani's great hope. But it will also undermine that the electorate doesn't matter. Scotus, the judge, is sovereign. That's bad news, folks. Judge sovereign? The judge can't be sovereign. If judges sovereign two times in the last 20 years, then guess what? They run the country, not you. Not your vote. They run the country. Y'all deep shit. Okay? That's what they're saying. Everybody else is saying this shit, same shit too. Razorfish was saying it again. He said it in a recent uh, thing that this thing goes to the courts. Oh, our votes don't count? Y'all in fucking trouble. Y'all in some shit if it, it, it's the SCOTUS. Don't make, baby, don't make that SCOTUS do them things. Upload that content 
constitution. I upload that constitution. He wins. Judges have more power than the president and your votes. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. God help the man that gets through that thing by judge. By judge, you're in trouble. If a judge said, mm, the judge speak and you bow, you're in trouble. Now judges run the country, you're in trouble, folks. The judge is not supposed to run the country. Judges don't run no fucking country. You're in trouble. You in judge dread, dread territory. Don't be that dumbass. Don't let it go there. Solve this problem now. But there are more balls in play. Let's continue. It is clear that it's just a rubber stamping factory for what the state already wants, which is why legal, legal, legal realism exists as a concept. The Constitution has been itself exactly to the shape of the prevailing ideology for every turn for 200 years. SCOTUS won't make rulings they don't expect to be enforced. Again, they, are, they aren't sovereign. The men with the guns are. So Giuliani is about to learn something. Conservative faith in liberal institutions will always be crushed. But if SCOTUS somehow does move in favor of Trump, then the GOP gets behind enforcement, i.e. concedes that electoral politics is a mere formality as it shrivels up and dies. Either way, liberal democracy loses. And that's if Giuliani even gets that far, which he won't. This is a huge win for the illiberal right. Almost better than Trump winning, which is only viable in ratcheting up the pressure cooker as an accelerant. He continues. Ball number two. Congress declares president by state electors after state ratification is instructed if we have no president by December 14th. State electors will then cast a vote to determine POTUS. Very unlikely, but it would be the ultimate celebrity because they'll elect Trump. This is exactly the rich dad strategy the left fears, that Trump will somehow steal the election and sit a orange dynasty for throne for a thousand years. The monster's still alive and there's 20 minutes left in the runtime. Should Trump somehow be in the office in 2021, the Republic would deteriorate before our eyes within weeks. He's not wrong! He's not wrong! You think the left wing is going to stay here and say, oh, he stole the election? The states stole the election, state fights? You think we'll see the left wing will succeed right out this damn country? They gone! All the votes that didn't vote for today, they gone tomorrow. They gone in weeks.
these folks have been waiting for this movie for generations and they will love a revolution and someone will be crushed. Ball number three, G-State declares president by naturally manipulating procedural outcomes. This is going to be possibly the most likely. One half of the American public thinks that patent fraud means that democracy is intact because democracy is just when the good guys win. The other half aren't so sure. This is where they come in. A very real opportunity for narrative crafting has opened up, according to these folks. And Bonnie's installed, we will cement that. That's what the dissident right has or should have been building institutions for years to do. The narrative is that you, the man in the street, cannot get justice by voting for it. The rod is too deep. Every one of your institutions have been beset by this rod. A solution is no longer possible by playing by their rules, not by principle, but only a man can set things to rights. The time is right for a politics of personal loyalty to come back. Sovereignty works, and surprisingly, like guns. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Principles don't rule. People rule. A man. That's what you need. Joel put it best. So I'll let him close out the thread. This is from Joel Davis. Another Twitter user. Liberal democracy is the zombie. The question is whether it will be replaced by Caesar or Davos. Former sovereignty or corvette manipulation. For Caesar to rise, he must rise in defense of the Republic against those who subvert and usurp his former, perform former performance. I am going to do something a little different on Teachable Moments. John Michael Greer posted what we call, what is going to be mentioned as chick crack. I'm just going to say it out loud. Not because of him. I don't hate him. He doesn't hate no, I, I feel as though that he respects religions of Catholicism, Judaism, that sort of thing. But he put out a chart and says that in his lifetime of doing of doing this type of astro uh, astrology, he has never seen such a evil chart, baleful malefic. That's what they call it, baleful malefic chart for January twentieth, twenty twenty one. He's never seen it before. Whoever gets into the presidential house of that of this country and puts his hand on the Bible will not have a peaceful day for the rest of his term. That is what he basically says. I will explain more about that because he also says there are particular things in that astrom astrology thing that the 14th of December is going to be bad and then a couple days later, he calls it the grand mutation where everything turns around in ways that we cannot possibly predict. He someone mentions this off rightly, offhandedly in the um, documentary, The Fields Good Man, at near the last part of the movie. 
he pretty much states about the great mutation and of documentarians put that out there and showcase what aspects of it could mean right on the television screen y'all didn't see it but i did folks we're going to talk about that teachable moment it is going to be somewhat short but it's related to what i've been saying for months understand what we're going to talk about a lot of people in the red pill in the in the um red pill communities and all the rest of it the red praxis communities that deal with men's not really men's rights but something of the the mantle sphere or whatnot we'll call it chick crack fine but there are some interesting shit that needs to be said about that and what is related to what is going to come on with my future projects it's not really related to it but it's something that will be an important aspect of this that will be coming out soon I want all of you to just be cautious. It is going to go down. Coming up next on Beyond This Earth, we are going to discuss the books are dying and censorship by omission related to what we talked about in the first part. We'll be back right after this on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. We did a whole lot of teachable moments in the last couple of days, last week. Um, they're getting some good ratings. Not as much as I wanted to, but they're important to talk about. Next upcoming teachable moments are coming soon, so make sure you listen to them. One of them deals with what we were just talking about earlier, this particular astronomical, well, astrology look into 2021 january 20th and it explains some things about where the country's headed and all the rest of these things and it's pretty bad for the elites they also mentioned there could be some manipulation by certain foreign sources i.e you know who it's red got stars and still has that sickle and thruster sickle and hammer actually it has five stars but no sickle on hammer that that was destroyed a long time ago but it has five stars one of them in the middle towards the left side another one has to deal with logan paul candy owens and Harry Styles is an expansion of what we were talking about in the final set. We will be talking about in the final segment and a whole lot more. We have to talk about that as well. Those will be teachable moments. 
coming soon to be on this earth. Make sure you can listen to that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your radio shows. The books are dying. There was a very interesting video from True Stream Media that was done about four weeks ago concerning the books and the libraries. It was some very dark shit. This is mainstream shit that needs to be out there. You need to go and see this video and this half they trust and the bullshit they're pulling. It's scary to think that Fahrenheit 451, which was recently done as a movie for the sci-fi channel with the newest sexiest man alive, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah, okay, whatever. And what he said. And the movie that was done, now it's becoming reality, but in a much more sinister, and I do mean sinister way, from... The way things are happening, it's scary. The COVID thing has pretty much stated you can't do research on these old books no more. The books are scanned. They put the wrong things on it. Folks, we call this censorship by omission. Censorship by omission is we have a document, a book, a text, a video, and all the rest of it. Remember when we were talking about the um, the media bias, starting from the 1960s, when Spiro Agnew was talking about this particular thing, about the media's bias back then. Then we realized, then when we were trying to get that information, I saw the video. We have the videotapes. They're out there on YouTube. That these particular marathons took place. The marathons took place. Fairness dropped in 1968. Both Nixon and Humphrey had particular uh, marathons. In order to promote their campaigns on the last day of the campaign. Nobody would told you this if you didn't see that information. Yes, there was an article out there that I went through Wikipedia, that went through Google Books, that were a part of that half they trust. But if I had to go to the media centers in the city that I live in, which is one of the largest media centers in the country, and basically built the whole television industry outside of Chicago, outside of New York, and outside of LA. They were one of the principal members of the history of the television business. I will go up there, there will be articles, there will be a video, there will be articles about this in the archives of any university there. They would have this. We can't go in there. And we can't find it out. 
And then when everybody talks about white privilege and all the rest of these things, when they go and actually research this thing, they have to go through the Hathi Trust system, which is connected to Google Books, which does a horrible job on this thing. And then when they do the research, the research comes back all jumbled. This is not research. This is censorship by omission. It's dark and it's gotta be fixed quickly before it's too late. Oh, and did I tell you that some of the books that you read from high school were already censored? Did I tell you this or no? Be careful, folks. They are doing censorship by omission. We continue the discussion on Beyond This Earth in the final segment right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. Some interesting news of note, first starting off with Mars, it turns out that one of the asteroids that uh, is ro rotating around Mars, that is in orbit around Mars, may have come from the moon itself, but this was like a million years ago, it wasn't too recent, but it is that Mars is still giving us very interesting Intri intrigues into its past and shows that it's gravity gravity and all the other parts of the universe of not I'm, 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 solar systems gravity has an effect on each other in certain way according to what's going on in japan and other news there is a wild bear invasion in the mountainous regions over in japan Two people have recently died because of these events. It is the largest wild bear invasion in about five years. Some of this is caused by, especially by the coronavirus, because humans are um, pretty much sheltering in place, if you want to call it in that particular sense. Also, that there is a lack of acorns. So the acorns are no longer available. And it has forced a lot of farmers to use robot wolves, not moving wolves, just versions of scarecrows in their farms in order to scare the bears away. So, yes, folks, they did have something of a wolf, an actual wolf, but it was hunted to extinction. Now they have to use the robots. Y'all better be careful out there. No teenage girl in a bear suit is going to save y'all. Speaking of females, 
Vatican will investigate itself concerning what happened on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, where the Pope seemed to have favored or liked a Brazilian model. Now, we're not sure how this happened, but the Vatican is pretty much one and several hundred thousand in trying to figure out on how on incidences such as this one. So I don't believe they have any sort of chance in figuring out what is going on. Did he favor it? Was it by accident? How did it get there? Well, I don't know if the Viking has a Wi-Fi or all these other things. Was he trying to send a message or all the rest of it? It's just hilarious to me that it seems like, especially with the comments that the Holy See, which the Vatican again had to explain about same-sex couples, that the Pope seems to be interested in Brazilian models. <laughs> Very funny, 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 funny. Not to be outdone in one of the sadder news of note, and it is sad news. The DOJ told the Sacklers that we, the DOJ, will not send you to prison. You will pay eight billion dollars straight to the government's coffers and you will be free there will be no punishment for what Purdue pharmaceuticals have done and help facilitate the genocide of opioid addiction all across the country it is sad to see very sad and a lot of people need to figure out for themselves how this thing has gotten into this particular place it is absolutely unfathomable that this has happened someone has to go to prison for this and no one is going to prison for it all that work was for nothing unfortunately and as i mentioned earlier we're going to see the continuation of these particular incidences with opioids as it continues to get worse. Once the COVID-19 crisis ends and they try to reboot this economy and they try to play the tricks, it is going to be opiate time 10 times worse. America better get its at in gear. Because if you're not going to get rid of these people and send them to prison for a long period of time, I don't know what you can do. It's a similar thing to what happened with all these other particulars with um the with student loans. 
And it's sad that they're only going to stay half a year, three months in prison, where others that do the same thing are getting two to five year sentences. You're in bigger trouble than you realize, America. You're in bigger trouble. One of the reasons you're in bigger trouble is because I'm only going to mention this a little bit, but I'm going to connect it to two particular retirements in that particular sense. First off, The Undertaker is scheduled, quote unquote, to retire. And it will be his final appearance. And that will be the end of it. So, I believe that The Undertaker will retire in peace. But this goes to um, what we're going ahead to talk about dealing with Logan Paul's comments concerning what Candy Owens said about the lead singer for One Direction, Harry Styles, and his photo shoots for GQ magazine. And Logan Paul is deeply wrong because he has been protected by Susan Waltzikowski. And we'll explain more about this from Teachable Moments that deals with Logan Paul and his coterie. But, and the thing with Candy Owens and all the rest of it and Harry Styles. But there are such men and I will explain more about the autism that a lot of young women have. It is a form of autism. And there are certain dudes that say you got to accept this autism in order to initiate into society. There is no initiation into society from that particular sense. No woman can initiate a man into any form of society. That is the wrong-headed idea about everything. We'll get to that in a moment. We'll get to that on the on the... on the unteachable moments, but I like to say, and also a retirement to a man from the Philadelphia television station, Channel 10, Vice Gehemma, who used to play for the Philadelphia Eagles as a safety and was one of the people who were helped in Wednesday's child, an important part in trying to change the lives of a lot of children in the foster system in that particular city. And his work in Wednesday's child will not be forgotten and showcases so much good can be done. He's retiring after 25 years. He is the last piece in part of what was Fitzsenders group, which started from Bill Baldini all the way up to Vaisikahama and that era of Channel 10 
of that particular place in that particular city is no more. And something special about that man is, is that no matter what it was that you God be one of wise guys at the end of the day, and you will be one of wise guys. And something interesting to end on the note is that they've been married, him and his wife have been married since they were at Brigham Young University for so long, since 1984. And um, you get the sense that it was a little bit easier in certain ways then than it is now with all the complications of technology and all the rest of it. And in some ways, technology does have some sort of interference with how men and women get together. And it is showcased on how dangerous all of that is. But I look at these two people, then they now have grandchildren and all the rest of it. And I look to my generation and I just wonder who screwed us over. Did we screw ourselves over? Possibly. Did other generation screwed us over? Maybe. But it is not human experience has to change ultimately in order for things to become more successful than people realize. I think that we need to have a real deep discussion and that will be coming in the specials about the future of the human relationship. That will be one of the parts that will be coming up soon on the on the Beyond the Earth specials dealing with religion and the red pill from Rolo Tomasi. And so that will be important to discuss. But we wish by Sekahama the best of goodbyes as he goes to Utah to be more closer to the faith that brought him to greatness. And we all need to have some sort of connection to a sort of religion in a way and in a sense in order to ground ourselves and understand that we have to learn how to be nice to people and learn not to betray our friends. And in the way that CBS ultimately wanted to do with GJ too smooth concerning um, um, this uh, concerning Nick Cannon and wilding out. And I explained that about friendship also on Teachable Moments. Thank you for listening. We will be back with an all new episode with much more updates concerning the election and other things as as well. Take care of yourselves. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your radio shows. This is Nobody Hallback. Take care of yourselves. We will see you guys Thanksgiving weekend on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth is a Gothic production.